Welcome to the Marie Manu Cherry Show, where energy and medicine meet. I will be your host for the next hour. I have over 19 years of healthcare experience and began my career as an energy medicine practitioner while working as an oncology nurse at a Seattle area hospital. My skill in moving energy combined with my medical background have been a catalyst for change in many people's lives. I hope the next hour will be transformative for you as well. Hello, and welcome to the Marie Manu Cherry Show. We're live here in Seattle, where energy and medicine meet. And it is eclipse number two and a series of three. You know, that I think we're in an eclipse sandwich. Ooh, I like that. <laughs> yeah. An eclipse Sammy. I, yeah, we are. We are in an eclipse Sammy. And uh, yeah, so uh, so luckily. We market that somehow. <laughs> okay, we have to go out and print those shirts really we'll quick. We'll get Alyssa because, on it. I'm yeah, sure she's got right? something more creative than. I'm sure she can manage that eclipse without Sammy. a problem. So we're in eclipse sandwich number two, actually. Um, and it's one of those fortunate days where it really is an eclipse day. I've been talking about eclipses for several radio mm-hmm. shows um, and I wrote about it um, recently in a little uh, on my little monthly reminder. And I'm not an astrologer, but of course I love eclipses. Not necessarily this one, but typically I like eclipses. I think they're very profound for moving clients, and of course, individually, it helps us to move through many uh, interesting and fascinating aspects of our life. I'm experiencing a lot of frustrations <laughs> and techni- technical issues. Technical issues too. Uh, on my end. So that's a, a quite possibility <laughs> of having the the eclipse, Sammy. <laughs> and uh, I'm like, it kind of goes with moons over my hammy. I'm not going to borrow yes, Denny's. Absolutely. No, I agree. Right. I, I agree. Well, and so luckily today we have Christopher Rinstrom on the phone, phone mm-hmm. who actually is an astrologer. As everyone knows, I've interviewed him many times on the show. So he can kind of clear up things for us. He's going to do readings. And I think that people are probably going a little bit bonkers during this eclipse sandwich. Probably. Yeah. Because <laughs> we normally get them in a pair. So you just yeah. get two, mm-hmm. not three. No. So, so we're going to find out from Christopher. And for those of you who have n- not heard of Christopher before, he, um, C- um, Christopher Rinstrom has this beautiful website. Site. It's called rulingplanets.com. It's his vision of an online subscription-based interactive astrology magazine based on his book, a beautiful book, by the way, called Ruling Planets, which was published by HarperCollins in 2002, out of print, although I luckily have a copy, so I'm grateful for that. Lucky. I know. I am lucky, actually. Rinstam has been practicing astrology since 1985. He currently writes the Daily Horoscope for the San Francisco Chronicle, replacing um, Dixon in 1995 and sfgate.com. Now the exclusive astrologer for Patty Stranger, ooh, the millionaire matchmaker. I can't wait to talk about that because... I noticed she has a bow, so we'll find out about that or whatever he can talk to us about it. His popular forecasts appear weekly on SheKnows.com. Really cute website, by the way. His weekly forecasts cover all areas of your life, including weekly love, career, horoscopes. Recently, Christopher was voted Best Astrologer for City's Weekly Best of Utah for 2013 and also for last year of 2012. So welcome to the show, Christopher. Oh, thank you for having me on. Of course. The phone lines are already full, so if you're trying to call in, that's why. I mean, we want you to keep trying to call in because someone will fall off, and then eventually someone will come back on. <laughs> it's the New York point. City apartment. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Theory. That's a great way to describe it. So how would you describe this eclipse sandwich? I, I love that it's a, an eclipse sandwich. It's actually an eclipse club san- sandwich because we, <laughs> <laughs> because we have three this year. He is correct. Um, I will. I will. Yes, you are correct, sir. The triple decker. And uh, this is it's a, it's a very very. Powerful 
powerful one. Um, it's a powerful one for a couple of different reasons. First of all, we are switching signs. Uh, you'll usually have an eclipse cycle that involves two signs for two years. Mm. Uh, for instance, uh, what's winding up uh, right now, or actually what's going to be winding up on May 24th when we have the last of the series, will be the eclipses that were going on in Gemini and Sagittarius since 2010. So basically that takes the Geminis and the Sagittarians off the hook. I mean, they've been basically playing musical chairs with their life priorities for two <laughs> years in which it's Aww. like, I thought I had that option and now it disappeared <laughs> and now I have to race to grab a seat over here. And, and it's been like that for them for two years. So this winds up and they're off the hook. Um, then we move into um, Scorpio and Taurus uh, improper, uh, meaning we have a proper move into those two signs, and so they're the ones that are um, uh, getting getting impacted with the eclipse. And what's not helping, and, and the reason why it's so, is um, it involves Saturn. It involves Saturn in the zodiac sign of Scorpio. So not only is there an eclipse energy that's going on, but there's a Saturn energy going on as well. Um, eclipses are life's or are, are astrology's version of life course correctors, and I liken them to um, a kind of cosmic version of the GPS, um, they will tell you that there's a turnip ahead. Um, even though you didn't know that there was one, they will say there's a turnip ahead. And where they occur in your horoscope tells you the area of life that you need to make a turn or shift or major decision about. So they don't come out of left field out of nowhere. Uh, they're actually there to help you rectify the course of your life, and so they are helpful. But planets being what they are, they're not exactly uh, too graceful in the handling of human life down here <laughs> below. So, yeah. so they can come on a little strong. Uh, yeah, okay, just a little strong. So the interesting thing is like, so even if you don't have, you're not a Scorpio or a Gemini or a Sagittarius, but you're still feeling the effects of the eclipse because it really does in absolutely. some way affect everyone, right? Absolutely, absolutely. And and there are a number, uh, I, I like in astrology, I, I like to compare or describe astrology as cosmic weather report. <laughs> and we have different fronts coming in at the same time. So that's why sometimes when they all gather like they are right now, astrologers can sound like we're reciting, you know, a grocery list of all these different things that sound like, nothing to someone who, you know, is like, Uranus is doing who, what, where, <laughs> you know, sort of thing. But we have a lot of things that are going on right now. And so the way that it uh, occurs with the particular uh, signs, um, you know, it's, it, it, it can be very particular that, for, for instance, with Aries, they just made a huge shift from really going forward in their life at 150 miles per hour to like now creeping along at five miles per hour. I mean, you know, so there, and that happened within the last three weeks. So there's been that kind of tre tremendous shift there for, for that uh, zodiac sign in particular. Well, you know, what I've been telling my friends is I feel like I'm bored. Um, and, and I'm clearly not. I have a very busy life. But I really like that I'm bored. I love that I just sit in my house and I have absolutely nothing to do. I I, I'm even cooking, which I don't cook typically. And now I'm cooking so much. Alyssa's actually really happy. She comes into the house. I'm offering her food. And <laughs> And she's, I'm so busy this week, I haven't had a chance to Where's cook. Where's my invitation? I'm sorry. I right, Christopher? Huh? Are we not invited <laughs> to this party? I don't know. Maybe, maybe it's the sandwich making. Uh -huh. Yeah, right? Yeah, no. I made kale chips. We ate a whole bowl of kale chips.
chips yesterday. They were <laughs> just simply divine and delicious. But I love being bored. I'm just like so happy. I mean, really, I could find something to do, but I don't want to. <laughs> Embrace the monotony. <laughs> I know. I love it. I love it. I love it. But I, I do think it's unfair when the eclipse is not supposed to affect your sign, and it is, because you have to be forewarned for you know these eclipses. But um, I guess it just kind of, because there's so many signs in our charts uh, and planet, oh, yeah. planetary actions that it's kind of a crapshoot, I guess. Yeah, but the basic theme for this one is mine versus yours, uh, which is, uh, you know, basically you can sort of water them down to one theme. And when you have an eclipse going on between Taurus and Scorpio, um, in all areas of your, your life, there's going to be this question of what's mine and what's yours. And so it can be like, you know, have you claimed too much for yourself or not enough for yourself? You know, do you own or do you owe? These are the these are the uh, themes that are going to be coming up uh, with the eclipses, and they can in- involve uh, turf battles, uh, either over <laughs> emotional turf or or turf at work. Wow! And so there seems to be a career theme in these eclipses, at least from what I've read. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because uh, because the Taurus element brings in the brings will always bring in finances it will always bring in you know my money and my my uh, security my stability my sustainability and my status so it will definitely bring in uh, uh, those qualities and then because Scorpio is the sign that sits opposite on the seesaw uh, Scorpio because of the Saturn um, Saturn tends to withhold and because we had the recent Mars going through Taurus Mars is about I want that so the more that for some people, you know, the more that they want something, the more that someone in a position of authority or power over them will withhold. Um, and that's just kind of that, you know, lovely little tete-a-tete that Mars and Saturn can get into when they're opposite each other uh, in the sky. So a lot of what's that, if that's a dynamic that's going on in your uh, marriage or work or friendship or resolving a dispute, um, you know, you sort of have to actually learn how to not push, because the more that you're pushing to achieve your aim or to your goal, the more you're creating resistance on, on the other side. So it, it kind of has to become a reversal there. You know, it's interesting, too. It seems like domestically, um, we really are seeing the light in the darkness, you know, with the recent bombings that we had in Boston, and then yeah. um, the women who were um, released from captivity Which was in an extraordinary Extraordinary. Yeah. And eclipses do that, right? They they. P- pour a light into darkness and, and illuminate things that are challenging and difficult or um, scary or crazy. Right, right. Well, and what was also fascinating about the horoscope for the day that they were discovered, um, and I won't go into the whole thing, but I'm actually starting to work with asteroids mm. uh, in addition to planets. Yes, there's mm. always more pieces to go on the game board. Right. You're just going to confuse me even more. I know. I, know. <laughs> I, I will not even. But what was very important about that is that the moon played a very prominent role, the moon ruling over mother-daughter relationships, and it was almost exactly conjunct Uranus, the planet of liberation and revolution on the moment that wow. uh, they they were found. Um, it worked with other aspects in the horoscope and, and in their own particular horoscopes in, in particular, but it was a very dramatic, um, because when something like that happens, of course, astrologers immediately <laughs> cast a horoscope. Right. You know, they're like, okay, what's up? Right. Because our, we're, we're always teaching ourselves, you know, as, as these things go on, and it was really uh, an extraordinary uh, revelation. Yeah. A- absolutely. And 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 I, I love how the eclipse could actually push that forward, you know, oh. and, 
and maybe help everyone in our country to be more observant and to pay attention and ask questions and so that we don't let so much darkness be in our own neighborhoods if we can. Exactly, exactly. And they have a role to play not only in the personal lives, but uh, the national stage as well. Mm -hmm. For instance, um, the new pope was born uh, during an eclipse in his sign in Sagittarius, and it's during the wind-up of this eclipse cycle that he becomes pope. Wow. You know, so, so eclipses can also, uh, if they figure in your chart, mark you um, for, uh, for uh, potentially great things. Uh, another person born very close to an eclipse is Barack Obama. Um, you know, so it can become the thing that not only does it shine the light, but it can empower and push you up and over that hurdle and maybe into the spotlight, hopefully in a good way, um, you know, but, uh, but that's, that's its job. That's what it will go ahead and do. Wonderful, wonderful. Well, we have the pleasure and the honor of having Christopher Renstrom on the show today. He's an astrologer. He's based in Utah. We're going to take a break here on the Marie Manucherry Show, and we'll come back, talk more about astrology, and he'll answer your questions. We'll be right back. Do you want to know what heaven is really like? Join Dr. Evan Alexander, author of the New York Times bestseller, Proof of Heaven, a neurosurgeon's journey into the afterlife, on Friday, June 14th at the Center of Spiritual Living, as he shares his transformative experience, its profound lessons, and complete revision of everything he has come to believe about science, consciousness, spirituality, and the very nature of all existence. Visit Marie's events page at energyintuitive.com to register. Hey, there's my son. Hey, Dad. Um, what's wrong with your voice? There is nothing wrong with my voice. Well, it's just sort of... Hello, Dad. Susan? Guys, I think it's about time to get in the car and maybe see some green things. What are these green things you speak of? This weekend, unplug. Getting closer to nature can get you closer to your family. To find the forest nearest you, go to discovertheforest.org. Brought to you by the U.S. Forest Service and the Ad Council. If you want to know how to get in touch with Marie or find out what's on her calendar, there's a variety of ways to do so. You could become Marie's friend on Facebook or even follow her on Twitter. Check out Marie's website. There's tons of new features like Chakra of the Month, a live Twitter feed, and three PDFs with extensive exercises for your chakras. You can also sign up for Marie's free quarterly newsletter and also get your questions answered in her Dear Marie column. Simply email Marie your question and she will answer it in an upcoming edition. Marie also will be speaking and signing books throughout the U.S. in 2013. Find out if she'll be in your area on her events page at energyintuitive.com. Wisdom Within is a new talk radio show featuring psychic medium and healer Lindsay Paul and animal intuitive and healer Shauna Fisher. From your lunch break to vacation, from your car to your kitchen, from despair to newfound awareness. Join this enthusiastic duo as they fearlessly tap into the depths of wisdom and help you soar to new heights by answering your ultimate questions. Get your weekly dose of spirituality with a kick of reality rolled into one hour. Thursdays at 1 p.m. Get out of your head and tune into your soul. Independent programs, independent voices, independent ideas. Alternative Talk, 1150 AM. 
Welcome back to the Marie Manu Cherry Show. We're live here in Seattle. You can also listen to us on the web at energyintuitive.com. And where else, Benny? You can uh, join us also at 1150kknw.com. And we have two uh, versions of stream. There's an audio and a video. Ooh. Oh, yeah. You can see us. Oh, yeah. I always forget that I'm on video. <laughs> I, I I mean, I remember when I walk in and I wave and I find out where the camp, because there's four cameras in this studio. Oh, my, my We're gosh. We're high tech up in here. Yeah. Okay. I need more makeup is what I really need. Um, I've said this over. You don't okay, need it. Okay. Yeah. Whatever. Oh, yeah. Whatever. But Say thank, thank you. you. Thank you. You're, You're welcome. very sweet. Lovely. Um, <laughs> and also, you know, we're, we are going to, um, sometime during this show, we're going to give away another pair of tickets. We'll let you know when you need to be the next caller to Eben Alexander's talk at the Center for Spiritual Living on June 14th. We're going to give away a pair of tickets. So exciting. And we're going to be interviewing him on May 30th on the show, which will be very exciting. He's a a neurosurgeon who had went into a coma and had a near-death experience and wrote a very popular book called Proof of Heaven. I'm also going to be able to meet him when I'm at the Sun Valley Wellness Festival. He's a keynote speaker. That's at the end of this month, so you want to check out sunvalleywellness.org, a beautiful uh, organization, or you can go to my website at energyintuitive.com. So, Christopher, you're also the astrologer for the Million Dollar um, Matchmaker. Million Dollar yes, Matchmaker. Yes, for Missy. Mm-hmm. Yes. And, and <laughs> you were actually on the show uh, this season. Yes, I was. Yes, so I was. cool. Well, it was really quite exciting, and uh, and and it went very, very well. And Patty told me uh, last week, she's like, listen, you're the only expert who made the final edits. So <laughs> there, feel good about yourself. And I was like, thank you. Yeah, you should. Actually, it was quite lovely. I saw the exchange between the man that you were reading for who has just been desperate Daniel. about love. Daniel, yeah, his yeah. life just hasn't gone very well, and... Um, it's just unhappy about the whole thing. And you gave him such hope. And you explained why it was kind of a dry season for a long time for him. And Well, because astro- a lot of astrology is about the timing. And, yeah. and what happens is that sometimes we can personalize it. We can blame ourselves or, or circumstances or something. And sometimes it's just really about you have to get to a certain point. Um, when when you're ready, to, when you connect with that. And, you know, we're in a society that really likes our free will prerogative, and sometimes <laughs> that doesn't carry over to right. everything. Well, there, and, there uh, is a timing thing, especially if you're <laughs> listening to your inner self, you know, there, mm-hmm. if you pay attention to it and listen to it, there is a timing to things, which kind of makes sense, you know? Oh, yeah. Uh, yeah, it kind of makes, I know it's just for astrologer, but you're right, especially here on the West Coast. I think we more are, we're kind of stubborn, independent, free will people like, um, yeah, whatever. I'm <gasps> going to go make it happen. Yeah, <laughs> right. Actually, you're kind of true. Yeah. Well, and we can have a sort of shopping cart function when it comes to our choices. You know, it's like, <laughs> I want to collect my choices and, 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 and pay for them now and have them delivered, you know, like the next day. Yeah. Benny and I have no idea what you're talking about at all. I yeah. just like it because you can review your cart and just make changes. So. <laughs> exactly. It's it's always a bonus. Change out that card. Yeah, right. So who do we have? Who do we have on the phone? Sure, we'll start okay. things off with Carrie calling him from New York, and uh, her birth date. Uh, we've already given it to uh, Christopher, and she's uh, looks like she's feeling like she's in a funk. Let's see if we can help her out to get out of that funk. Carrie, welcome to the show. Hi, thank you. Um, I do feel like I'm sort of in a funk, but not in a bad way. Or hmm. sort of like morphing into a different person. Yes. Um, um, can you tell me what's, what's the highlight I should focus on during this period of my life? Great question, okay. too, by the way. Yeah, the, the big thing that you should be focusing on in this period of your life is 
not only staying true to the vision that you have of yourself and your life, but being active and making that happen in your life. You were, um, you were born with uh, both of your ruling planets and water signs, Jupiter and Neptune. Uh, three zodiac signs get two ruling planets. That is uh, Aquarius, Scorpio, and Pisces. And so you were born with Jupiter retrograde in Cancer, uh, Neptune retrograde in Scorpio. That sounds like gobbledygook, but the big point is Jupiter enters Cancer um, on uh, June, uh, I believe it's uh, June 25th of this year. And so you will have what is called a Jupiter return. meaning that it will bring a good fortune and higher purpose into your life. Jupiter is also exalted in one sign and one sign only, and that's cancer. Um, so it's going to be its most uh, powerful and its most benevolent um, beginning on June 25th of this year and then for the following year. But that sounds good, but the thing is planets need direction, and, and that direction comes from the choices that we make in our lives. So if you follow that watery idea, which is this vision or dream that you have of yourself, and you act on it rather than sort of saying, oh, I have a dream, but I'm not going to get around to that today, or I'm going to roll over in my sleep because it's more comfortable in my bed. No, it's more (laughs) like if you have, have a dream and then you act on it, you're going to find that it's going to be supported and facilitated by the circumstances in your life. It will not begin on June 25th. It will be. Uh, it, it will. Uh, it will not happen on June 25th. Not like winning the lottery. It will start then, but it will grow in strength as we get to the end of this year and the spring of next year. So unfurl the sail, and let the wind of Jupiter fill it, and it will definitely move it, move you towards the destination that you want to reach. So Carrie, um, she's yeah, an Aries. Okay. I, I'm sorry to interrupt you because you know we we don't know what sign she is. Everybody who's listening, so Carrie's an Aries. Would you say that's kind of true for a lot of Aries, or more? Are you reading about the water in her chart? Actually, Carrie is not an Aries. Oh. She's born right at the end of Pisces. Oh, you're so right. Yeah, yeah. I just saw the three and jump for the Aries. Yeah, no, it, and it also changes from day to day every oh. year, Marie. So so that's why it can be doubly confusing. Oh. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, Pisces is so beautiful. It's such an incredible sign. It's it, oh, in, yeah. in such an intuitive. The front of your third eye is so gorgeous. So so what you were talking about would this mean that that's true for a lot of Pisces then? Absolutely. The, mm. the big conflict that the thing that's the thing that such a talent also can become a, a bit of a challenge for every one of the signs. And the thing that's such a wonderful talent for Pisces is the imagination. Right. But the struggle is to manifest the imagination in the day to day life, um, because what you see in your mind's eye can be so beautiful and what you see in your day to day circumstances can be so challenging or so <laughs> not that that it's kind of like why do you even try or, or, or something you know one can feel discouraged but neptune just entered pisces so it's really releasing its energies for the first time in like 165 years wow. into the sign wow. so it's 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 a wonderful wonderful time for pisces and, it, and of course it lasts for 13 years wow you know carrie i was reading your energy while um um Christopher's doing his beautiful magic, and you do. You have a stunning, the front portion of your third eye is just gorgeous. I mean, I should have really known that you were a Pisces because that's such a beautiful part of the water sign. But the back of the third eye, it's like the idea of taking in your intuition scares you. Do do you think that's true? Yes, it's true because I see, I can tell, uh, but I'm afraid to say it. (laughs) And um, 
And I was wondering if I'm on the right path to study acupuncture part-time. That would be my second career. And that was what, cause when I see people, I, I know the answer, but I'm afraid to say it. I wasn't sure I was, I'm right or not. Can we make it full-time? Could we please? Oh, I, I was just going to ask you, Christopher, does it look like it? Because it feels gorgeous make it, make to it me. Make it full-time because it's a, it's, it's a beautiful... What I love about that is that it's, it puts the energy in the body. Oh, okay? It's and, and the difficulty that Pisces can have is, do I choose this world or the other world? Well, the mm. other world is so appealing. This world can be so <laughs> disappointing, you know? And, and it can be sort of like a day job relationship to, you know, <laughs> to fate. And, and the thing is... Right now, with Neptune in your sign and this beautiful Grand Trine water energy that's coming up for the year, you you can make all of that happen. Um, the only suggestion I would make is change it from part time to full time. I, I so agree, and then and then you get to have Carrie that that beautiful watery experience every day with your clients because you know how to bring the magic into their life and you know how to hold that energy. And and of course, you'll just have to get comfortable with speaking your insight and. It'll just take some practice. It'll be scary, but you'll do great. Oh, that's so exciting. Thanks, Christopher. You're welcome. Thank You're welcome. You. And and the speaking is an important thing with water signs because they tend to not speak. They feel. And mm. so getting yourself to speak and express is very important. Wow. Have a great day in New York. Thank you. Bye-bye. Thanks, Bye. Carrie. Yep. Thank you very much for calling into the Marie Manu Cherry Show. The phone lines are open if you'd like to have a reading with Christopher Rentram. And of course, Marie's here as well. And it's 877 825 8828. We'll now take Elizabeth calling in from Seattle. And we, of course, given Christopher the birthday ahead of time. She had a question about her husband and a lifetime partner. Ooh. Hi there. Hello. What do you Hello. Want? What would you like to know? Well, I I feel like I'm going through some kind of shift and wondering if the relationship I'm in is is the one that I guess I was meant to be in. I seem sure. to have this shift that has happened, and I've never had an, a reading before in my life for this type of thing either, so I'm really curious about all of this. She's a virgin. Sure. She's a virgin. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Okay, well, well um, Elizabeth, what I see that's going on is that there has been an eclipse cycle that's been going through the zodiac signs of Gemini and Sagittarius, and it looks to me like you're early Gemini. And this would have started in December 21 of 2010, which means that every six months there would have been, from that day to now, there would have been a shift or a change of the goalposts in your life. So basically, uh, June 2011, December 2011, uh, June 2012 to late November, uh, December 2012, these would have all been shifts, and they would have been across the board for Sagittarians and Geminis. Um, So you're coming to the culmination. You're coming to the end of it. In fact, there will be a lunar eclipse on, I believe it's the day before your birthday of this year, on May 24th. Now, a lunar eclipse has one job and one job only, and that's to ask a simple question. Are you on iffy ground? Okay, that's the question it will ask. And because the eclipse uh, involves a pairing of signs, it's going to affect your relationship. So the question will be, am I on iffy ground with my relationship or my marriage? What the eclipses will always do is point. Uh, Solar eclipses point the way ahead. Lunar eclipses point the way back. Mm. So basically, whatever questions or issues you're facing would have stemmed from six months before May 24th. So 
when you have an opportunity, just sort of like count on your fingers or whatever, six months before May 24th, and there you will see the seeds or the issues that are being addressed. Whenever there are changes for one partner that's going to affect a relationship, um, sometimes it has nothing to do with the other partner, and it has everything to do with the relationship. And sometimes what we can forget is that a relationship is made up of three components, me, you, and us. And so if there were changes and things like this that were going on with you, um, that would have affected the, you know, the Elizabeth part of the equation and the us part of the equation, but it might not have brought in your husband yet. And so sometimes when we're going through these changes, we can forget to include the partner. And so this might be between now and May 24th might be a really good time to sort of sit down with him and sort of ask him about what he feels is going on. He may not be particularly forthcoming, and that's okay. That's a guy thing. You know, they need maybe about two to three, you know, invites or something like that. (laughs) Some caveman time in between. Right, exactly. And then they can start to talk because (laughs) a lot of times men feel like they have to defend it Mm -hmm. or they have to protect it. You know, that's kind of socially ingrained into the male character, and, and, or, or they feel like they're being challenged or, or tested in some way. And so the first few rounds of those conversations need to sort of be inviting, welcoming, and reassuring, just so that he doesn't feel like it's going to be a list of grievances that both of you are trundling on out. And then you'll get him to talk, because he's going to feel, you know, a lot of men do in a marriage feel like not talking and and preserving and maintaining the course is the way to go. And um, they don't really know how to dialogue about something like that. And you being born under the wonderfully communicative sign of Gemini means that you you can do that with him if you want to, you know, that that's, also, you know, the real question here is, do you want to still be in the marriage? Um, so that's something that you may want to be asking yourself as well. And if you do, then you have a wonderful ability to sort of like, you know, lower the defenses and make it more casual and easy. But again, it's not about list of grievances or what went wrong. It's really about touching base and where we are right now. Yeah, because he just seems like such a lovely man. I mean, <laughs> kind and compassionate, you know, he adores you. Um, yeah, and, and you have a lot of stress in, in your second layer of your field, your emotional plane. I mean, it's like I want to, and I'm, I don't like to give drugs, I don't give drugs, but it's like, okay, I want to give you some Ativan because the stress in your second layer of your org field is intense. I mean, it's pretty intense. Does it feel that way to you? Oh, yeah. Yeah, the anxiety is kind of off the charts. So uh, I love the idea of sitting down and talking to him casually the way that Christopher suggested. He might surprise you. Um, And, of course, you know, you have to reevaluate your own personal desire. You know, what is making you happy or, you know, what do you need? But he seems like a lovely person. And he does. He is a lovely person. Yeah. Yeah, There's there's, there's always this this, this back, it's like door A or door B, and I feel like I picked the door I didn't need to pick. <laughs> and so I've had this on my mind for about 10 years. Wow. Wow. It's it's a fascinating yeah, conversation coming up, I'm yeah, thinking. Yeah. <laughs> thank, thank you so much. For You're your welcome, day. Elizabeth. You're welcome. Thank you. So, so is that, do you think that's something that's happening with Gemini's? Is that they're, you know, they've been, because Gemini's, that double sign, they do have maybe consistently that thought A or B or D or C. <laughs> Sure. Well, and and it's increasing right now because Jupiter is passing through the sign. You see, the sign provides the context, Mm -hmm. but the planet is the reader. 
You know, mm. that, that's the person who's reading the text that, that's there on the page. Mm. And so when a planet enters a sign, it, it, it lights up and, and, and the character of the planet becomes the main influence. Jupiter's motto is anywhere but here. Mm. Okay, if it were to have a T-shirt, it would wear that. So with Jupiter and Gemini, particularly now through about June 19th, the Geminis are feeling all of this like anywhere but here, like, like, like you know, <laughs> should I really have gone and done this? Should I really be over there? Should I really be, you know? And so there's going to be a lot of, you know, wanting to bolt. Or a lot yeah, of that like should energy. I move to Jamaica? <laughs> exactly. <laughs> no, I've been one, I must, I don't have any hardly any air signs, but I think I must be somehow adapting to Gemini energy because Jamaica's sounding really good. Just... Jamaica seems to be on the radar for a lot really? of people. Let's, let's all go, at least for two weeks. I think we should all go. So I'm having the pleasure of talking to Christopher Renstrom today on the show. And Christopher, before we take our next break, um, sure. not only are you a TV star now having this lovely time oh. on The Millionaire Matchmaker, but your partner... Um, <laughs> Breaking Point, which, from what I remember you telling me, is going to go into season two. Yes, Breaking Point is in the can. That's uh, on CW, and it's wow. about uh, Adam's uh, ballet company, Ballet West, here in Salt Lake City, Utah. Right. And uh, season two airs at the end of uh, July. Wow. And uh, it got picked up in New Zealand, Australia, and Germany. So wow. Also, yeah, yeah. So it's 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 turned into. <laughs> It's kind of it's it's kind of cool. I mean, to have you and your partner, you know, both, you know, in the public eye and media like that. I mean, it's kind of cool, don't you think? Well, we do have an agreement that because it's reality TV, that no reality is allowed near the house. So <laughs> when the cameras want to come, and uh, no, the reality <laughs> has to stay down at the theater. It's not allowed near the house. I think that's an excellent rule. Yeah. Uh, plus, your dogs, yeah. you know, they probably don't want to have all that extra. Electricity no, and in the house. I don't want it. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> oh, that's lovely, lovely. Well, on Eclipse Day in the sandwich, um, and we're having a solar eclipse today, I believe, if I've got yes. that right. Yes. We have the pleasure and the honor of having Christopher Renstrom on the show. He's taking your calls. We're going to take a break, and we'll be right back. Have you been thinking about heading down a healthier path, but aren't quite sure where to begin? Marie has a set of DVDs that can help steer you in the right direction, with wisdom, insight, and a dash of humor. The Healing From Within series imparts practical tools you can easily use to expand personal health. Marie collaborated with frequent radio guest and naturopath, Dr. Sheila Dunmerit to produce four DVDs that include detoxification, heart health, brain health and hormones the dvd series can be purchased online at energyintuitive.com or by calling 425-825-5671 marie is delighted to announce that she will be teaching two interactive workshops at both hollyhock locations this year First up is her intuitive health workshop at the beautiful cortez island in british columbia june 14th through the 19th this tranquil setting is the perfect backdrop to invigorate your self-healing skills with intuition. November 8th 
through the 10th, Marie will be back at Hollyhock, Vancouver, BC location to teach a two and a half day workshop on connecting to guidance. Learn how to open the channels of communication with your guides and tap into vast resources of wisdom. Don't forget to register online at hollyhock.ca. The traditional light bulb, a groundbreaking invention in 1879. It's time we switch to longer lasting energy star light bulbs. They're more efficient than the old bulbs, like a text message is more efficient than a carrier pigeon. And they cut down on our energy costs. Because in our own groundbreaking age, we deserve a light bulb that saves us some cash. Saving energy saves you money. Learn more at energysavers.gov. Brought to you by the U.S. Department of Energy and the Ad Council. If you live in or near Orange County, California, you won't want to miss Marie's upcoming events at Awakenings Bookstore in Laguna Hills. Friday, June 7th, Marie will be giving a free talk and signing copies of Intuitive Self-Healing. Then on Saturday, June 8th, Marie will be teaching a four-hour workshop on intuitive health. Come join in on the fun, and you might even receive a mini-reading. Call Awakenings Bookstore at 949-457-0797 to register. Again, 949-457-0797. Manson Mitchell welcome on Friday morning, Esty Tashiro. She's got a new take on life to share with you. And on Saturday morning, Charles Hall tells you how to move from prayer to performance. Then Stephanie Raleigh shows just how powerful one person can be on this planet. Mind, body, and otherworldly conversation. Manson Mitchell, Friday and Saturday mornings at 10, right here on Alternative Talk, AM 1150. There's nothing else like it on the dial. Alternative Talk, 1150 AM. show we're live on eclipse day eclipse sandwich actually we're having the solar eclipse today um kind of uh, interesting and uh it's a club sandwich is what christopher said (laughs) i wanted to remind everyone i will be at the sun valley wellness festival you can go to sunvalleywellness.org i'll be giving a talk um, on the opening day of the wellness festival on friday um about uh, opening up to the veil of consciousness. So I'm super excited about that. That should be lovely, fun. It's 9.30 a.m. to 12.30 p.m. And then, of course, um, Evan Alexander is the keynote speaker. There's lots of speakers there, lots of workshops, lots of stuff to do in the lovely town of Sun Valley, Idaho, an adorable place. And that is, um, of course, beginning on May 24th is when it starts. And then I'm heading off to Awakenings Bookstore in Laguna Hills, California. Okay, I'm going to get a suntan while I'm there. That is my plan. <laughs> I'll be giving a book talk on June 7th at 7 p.m. and then teaching a workshop on June 8th between noon and 4 p.m. on intuitive health at the Awakenings Bookstore. You can find all of this on my website, intuitive um, energyintuitive.com, on the events page. Everything is there. And then, of course, on June 14th, I'm heading to Hollyhock to Cortez Island for a five-day workshop on intuitive health, um, intuiting people to Reiki and teaching people how to read energy of themselves and others. Very exciting. Can't wait. You can go to hollyhock.ca, um, excuse me, for Canada. So that should be really fun. And of course, we're talking to Christopher Renstrom, and we're going to give away that pair of tickets to Evan Alexander to the very next caller. 
So whoever you are, you're going to get two tickets to the June 14th event, 7 to 9 p.m. at the Center for Spiritual Living. And we want to thank the Center for offering these tickets to give away on the show. Um, We're thrilled for it. Thank you so much for having great speakers coming your way. Um, We so appreciate it here in the Northwest. So, Benny, who do we have next? Yeah, let's uh, run off to these phone lines still. And we have Pam now holding. She is calling in from Spokane. We, of course, given the birthday ahead of time. And she wants to know how she can move forward in her life. So, Pam, welcome to the Marie Manu Cherry Show and Christopher Renstrom. Thank you. Hi, guys. And Marie, I'll pass those tickets to someone local. <laughs> well, I think I think it's whoever next called yeah, in when I said it. Yeah, unfortunately, we have a winner already. Yeah, we, we've but... got a winner. Alyssa's taken the phone information, but thank you so much okay. um, for offering that. And for those who uh, want to um, go listen to the program, you can also go buy tickets from the website. There's a link to it. Okay, so Christopher, uh, Pam is an aff- No, she's a Pisces, too. Yes, we wow. have a run No, I've been listening to all this. Wow, lots of Pisces energy. I'm ready for uh, for 15 years of support. I've been feeling in a dry spell. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's coming. Um, what wow. I, what's fascinating, actually, about your chart is that um, you have a very, very, very strong personality um, that uh, you may have found yourself in the past kind of apologizing for or muzzling or kind of like, oh, you know, that might be what I feel, but I'll change what I think or whatever, you know. But the but the fact is you actually have a very powerful personality that knows very much what she thinks, um, is very benevolent, um, very big in everything that she does, um, very expressive, and... Um, it's right now beginning to emerge. Um, it's a very different energy from the Pisces energy. Pisceans have strong personalities as well, but it's not necessarily centered in the self. It can be more, you know, um, opinions or visions or things that I uh, believe. Uh, but what I see being activated in your chart right now is the Leo energy. You have a very powerful, fiery, solar energy, and that's emerging right now. Um, I'm not sure if it's emerging by choice. <laughs> I, I think it's it's emerging because um, there's a because people perhaps have been delinquent in fulfilling their promises or keeping their pledges or that they've left a situation or something like that. And so you may find yourself in the next few months stepping into situations that have been left empty uh, by other people who have maybe reneged on promises or they couldn't come through or, you know, it worked out in such a way that, oh, my goodness, what are we going to do? No one's sitting in that chair. You know, and so you may be stepping into these situations that you might not have really chosen for yourself, but that once you move into these situations, you're like, oh, this is rather a wonderful place to be. (laughs) I feel like I can do this or I can take this over or, you know, I'm answering the need for something. And so that's kind of how I see your energy working and that what's going to emerge is, you know, uh, you being able to talk about yourself in a very free and unconditional way without having to, you know, feel like you have to dilute or or condition anything. And, um, you know, it's almost really like a sun rising on a new day for you. And that will be uh, starting, uh, as I said, in that late June period, but you really hit it uh, in the September, um, in the September, October, and then it will uh, continue. But in some ways, you'll be feel you'll feel like you're being forced into something. But that's actually kind of the point of the stars. Sometimes that's the course that they choose to take, and and that's what I feel they'll be taking with you. 
Very okay. cool. That's wonderful, Pam. Thank you so much for calling in. I'm so excited for you. It feels like you're getting... Yay, me too. <laughs> you're getting a little kick in the in the backside to get yeah. you moving. So congratulations. Thank you. So Christopher, um, before we go to the phone lines and ask and answer more callers' questions, what can everyone do during this eclipse cycle, this sandwich? <laughs> you know, <laughs> what can we do to, to get as much information as we can to move forward, to release, or what, whatever the eclipse is asking us to do, what can we do to, to get there or be there? Well, I think the eclipse is going to be basically asking a couple of things. First of all, um, I think the big question that's going to be going on is don't fight for something that you don't believe in or don't really want, okay? Um, sometimes people can get very identified with their prerogatives, mm-hmm. you know? Like, I want to know that I have this choice, even though I may never choose it. Mm-hmm. Um, I, or, or I'm going to fight to make this relationship work, even though it's not working. You know, um, I maybe am staying in it for security or finances or whatever. And so the eclipse is, there's going to be, well, I don't mean it like this, but it's the only phrase that could, there's going to be a sort of come to Jesus moment, I yeah. think is the term <laughs> that's making the rounds these days, that the eclipse energy will have, which is like, hey, are you really into this job? Are you really into this relationship? Are you really into this lifestyle? Are you fighting for it because you don't know what else you would pick? Or are you fighting for it because you really want it? Wow. You know? And I think that that's going to be uh, the big energy. The other one is going to be about sharing and caring. Mm. Um, there's going to be a lot of like, you know, this is mine or you owe me or whatever. And, and the eclipse is going to be like, listen, you can either be at loggerheads with this or you guys can sit down and sort of settle the tug of war, the dispute that's going on here. And a lot of times we think settling is, you know, we say, oh, yeah, I'm into settling something, but it's, but we're really into winning still, you know. And, <laughs> and the perfect settlement or truce or compromise is when both parties leave the table dissatisfied, you know, <laughs> because that means that they both gave something, you wow. know. And I think that that's the other thing that the eclipse energy is going to be asking of people. Wow, wow. Conveniently, Charlie Sheen is in court right now, I believe, uh, with a Reynolds <laughs> Isn't it over their little dispute? And you, since you mentioned winning, and that's why I was kind of yeah, going off and, on that. And, they are. and a lot of times people don't really understand that the true victory mm-hmm. can be the truth or the compromise. Yeah. And in those regards, we have to sort of allow, whether we want it or not, yep. for the other person to sort of, the opponent, to be able to leave the situation saving face. Right. You know? You know? And, and yeah. that does a lot to really create a lasting peace than, you know, throttling them and, and saying, I won, <laughs> you know, whatever, you know, but looking further down the line and really thinking in terms of a sustainable peace or a sustainable truce, and this goes for Syria as well, which is going to be, right. uh, which is running up to a big climax on that May 24th, wow. um, you know, being able to allow the opponent to save face, you wow. know. Which is kind of something the Middle East is I, I know if they can just get that concept <laughs> you know, that, you know, no, that we don't have to win everything and our principles don't have to be the only principles that exist on the planet, you know, that that we learn to compromise and appreciate each other for whatever. Um, yeah. yeah. But they've been doing this for how many centuries? I know. I know. So <laughs> we may need another 400,000 eclipses to, to get that part of the country to shift. Why don't we go ahead and go to the phone lines, Benny? Sure. Let's take Lori now calling in from Seattle. Her birthday, of course, we've given on before. And she has a question about the Mercury retrograde, of course, that's happening very shortly. 
uh, will it affect her? So, Lori, welcome to the Marie Manny Cherry Good Show. Good morning. I think I have, um, in my seventh house, I have cancer. So there's going to be Jupiter going in there and then a Mercury retrograde the next day. Uh, Jupiter will be going into uh, cancer on, uh, let me check my notes here. Jupiter enters cancer on June 25th. And then there will be a retrograde, yes, at 23 degrees cancer on June 26th. And, of course, the Mercury retrograde is going to affect you because you are a child of Mercury. You were born under that planet, being a Gemini. Um, so what would you like to know about that? To uh, relationships, because that seems to be the house that it's affecting. And, right. You know, and, and that's because of the eclipse cycle that I've been talking about for yeah. the past two years. Whatever decision you're going to be making about a relationship is probably going to be made... Um, around uh, May 20th. Uh, Technically, you have until May 24th because of the lunar eclipse, but I'm actually going to throw it on May 20th because that's the Uranus-Pluto square that is going on, and that is a very, very powerful square. Uh, Uranus is in Aries, so it affects Aries, and Pluto is in Capricorn, and it affects Capricorn, and that is what I call the better the hell you know than the heaven you don't square. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, could you say that again? The better you what? Better the hell you know than the heaven you don't square. Wow. And so it really becomes this conflict between do I hold on to something that's familiar that I know, or do I go for something that I totally don't know. And, you know, that always sounds good when when someone else is talking about it, saying, hey, you know, (laughs) go for something new and different. But when you actually have to do it in your own life, it could become really quite challenging. So um, what's nice is that uh, this this will intensify from now through the June 26th. I feel like you're going to be making your decision around the 20th or the 24th of this month, but it's all right. You can, you can, you can roll it on out to the June 26th if you want to. But what's on the other side of that, whenever a planet like Jupiter changes sign, science is what I call a regime change. And so there will be a complete change in the regime or the governing forces of your life. And because it's going into hearth and home, uh, it should promise actually peace and stability in that area of life where it might not have been there for the past two, two and a half years. Yes. <laughs> and, and your birthday, is your birthday today? I can't see the date. No, it's um, June. It's oh, it's June. June. It's a six. That, okay, that, yeah, so I'm telling out. you, I'm glad I'm out of that eclipse cycle because <laughs> I, I'm glad oh, yeah. I went through it and I'm glad for the challenges and learning from it, but right. I don't want it again for a while. <laughs> and you won't get to Aww. deal with it again for a while, for Yay. a few years. And I think thank, it's like six thank seven. you. Wonderful. Thank you so much for calling in. Have a gorgeous day. Gorgeous day. So we do have a winner for the for the tickets. So we, and and so thank you so much for calling in, and you'll get your beautiful tickets in the mail for the Center for Spiritual Living. That was Christina from Maple Valley. Oh, wonderful! Yep. Yay, Christina! We're so happy for you. Lovely, and, and I know you're going to love the event of the Center for Spiritual Living. That's wonderful. Okay, so. So really, could you, this is, my brain is being a little affected by the eclipse, I must admit. So, we, so Christopher, before we go off the air, tell all of our listeners and me again what it is that we need to do during this eclipse cycle. <laughs> <laughs> okay. <laughs> Ask yourself if you're fighting for something that you really want. Yeah. Um, and, and, and if that's really what you want to go forward with, um, or are you fighting just because it's 
the prerogative and, and it's what you know mm-hmm. um, because you have an opportunity to really uh, leave behind something that's been draining or, or very heavy in your life. And the other thing is if you're involved in any kind of dispute, whether it's financial business or, or, or uh, emotional, um, there is a way to make peace uh, if, you, if you look further down the road. It's not about winning but allowing the other person to save face or retreat from, from a situation that you may feel like you're at loggerheads with. So it's really about looking at everything and taking a realistic uh, accounting of your life mm-hmm. and um, being honest with yourself. Yeah, and being honest about really what you want, because yeah. a lot of times we'll say, I want this and that, but is that really what you want, you know? Yeah. And, and that's what the eclipse is, is uh, getting people to reflect on. And so if people are doing this, if they're asking the honest questions and really, you know, deciding if they need to continue to fight the battle or um, if they need to compromise, when shall they have a good awareness about the subject matter and when will things come to some sort of calm? Well, right now, because of the eclipse, uh, whenever you have the new moon, it's like a blackout type of thing. And it's also blacking out the Mercury and Mars. So basically the thinking, which is Mercury (laughs) and Mars, what I want, that's suffering a blackout right now. (laughs) that makes sense. Since I'm in Aries, okay, yeah. Okay, the light comes back on yes. on May 15th when Mercury uh, moves out of Taurus and into Gemini, and that's mm-hmm. basically almost like, oh, okay, the penny drops. Like I can get it. So don't sign anything today or agree to anything uh, today or between now and the 15th because there are probably conditions underfoot that you don't know about. Um, and so wait until the 15th, and then that's actually when you're much uh, clearer headed and and things will be working in, in accord. Oh, wonderful. That's such great advice. I love that. You know what? My favorite thing is typically when I'm um, enjoying an eclipse, which I'm not particularly enjoying this one, but but, <laughs> but when I'm enjoying an eclipse, I just, I hear special messages. It just, it mm-hmm. feels like my, my unconscious is so available to me and it's shocking and fun and exciting. And really uh, it helps me to come to peace about a lot of things that I haven't even thought about for years. It's one of my well, favorite things. Well, because the moon is the unconscious in astrology, mm-hmm. and in an eclipse it moves in front of the sun, which right. is the consciousness. So all of that unconscious information becomes available wow. uh, uh, during, the, during the time of the eclipse. But we also have to remember that the translation from unconscious to conscious isn't, ex- isn't always a graceful one. <laughs> so, so we have to give ourselves a little time. <laughs> and, until, sort of, uh, until May 15th. And, until May 15th. Another that's, six that's more it. days, and then yeah, we're going to have this. It. The light's going to come on, and we're going to have that wonderful awareness. All the frustrations will go away, Benny. God, Every- I hope so. <laughs> Everything's <laughs> going to be delicious and wonderful. Yay! Just in time for the next eclipse. Awesome. <laughs> Great timing. Looking so forward to it. Sweet and sour. <laughs> oh, as always, thank you so much, Christopher, for coming on the show. You are amazing you, and wonderful. Ready. And we look forward to see see you again on The Millionaire Matchmaker. And we wish you the best of luck and your partner in the media and in your private lives at home where you don't let the cameras in, which we appreciate. It's that you have fun and a grounded life with your dogs and everything else that's there for you. That sounds fabulous. <laughs> <laughs> thank you so much. Have a gorgeous day in Utah. Okay, you do too. Alrighty, bye-bye. Thank you, everyone. Have a beautiful day in Seattle or wherever you are in the world, whether it's daylight or nighttime, winter, spring, or summer. We wish you a beautiful day. Joyful blessings. Bye-bye.